Welcome to another exciting episode of the Real Life Diabetes Podcast. Today, you're in luck. This is a mini-pod episode with NBA legend Dominique Wilkins. I'm getting down to the real life of living with type 2 diabetes and how he changed his lifestyle to better manage the disease. He's honest and open and definitely worth a listen. I hope you enjoy the show as much as I did interviewing him. Hi, this is Amber. Hey, one second. Here's Dominique. Sounds great. Hello? Hello. How are you? Uh, good. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, I want to start by yeah. saying thanks for taking time to chat with me today um, about all things no diabetes. Problem. <laughs> no problem. Well, um, unless you live on Mars, um, I think everyone in this world happens to know who you are and... Um, mm-hmm what an incredible basketball player you have been. And um, I wanted to just chat with you briefly about life with diabetes as I've lived with Mm -hmm. type one for about 32 years. Mm -hmm. And um, just because I know that you are probably speaking with a number of people, I want to give you just one brief statement about um, why I'm doing this. And that, um, as I said, I've had the disease for quite some time. And I'm the co-founder mm-hmm. of Diabetes Daily Grind, which is a website and podcast focused on mm-hmm. real support for the diabetes life. And I have to be honest, when given the opportunity to speak with you um, about type 2, I wanted to just let you know that I, I'll be asking you questions about the real life, not about necessarily your athletic life, even though I know it's very much a part of mm-hmm. your daily stuff. So. In doing a little bit of research, I know that you've had the disease for about 15 or so years, and I was just curious, when you were diagnosed, do you happen to recall what your blood sugar was? Uh, when I was diagnosed with diabetes, my sugar level was over 350. Ooh, how'd you feel? You know, it was terrible. <laughs> I felt, you know, floaty and, you know, felt off, blurred yeah. vision, dry mouth, had to use the restroom, all the normal symptoms you get. Um, from diabetes and um, until you find a way to manage it. And that's what I did. Once, you know, I I realized I had and accepted it, you know, because my father and grandfather both died from it as well. And Mm -hmm. I look back and like, man, I can't let this happen to me. You know, and they both died from it. So uh, I decided to manage it through diet, exercise, medication. That's simple. I lost 32 pounds and 34 pounds actually in two and a half months. Would you, okay, and there's a big... Well, there's always the discussion, right? Well, about type two versus type one. And I think that Mm -hmm. you're a perfect example of, you know, everyone, the outsider thinks of type two as because of a lifestyle, obesity or poor lifestyle choices or whatnot. But I feel like you're like with the pinnacle of health, even though you lost weight after Mm -hmm. it. Do you feel like when you were diagnosed, you were doing your best to be healthy? Uh, Probably not. (laughs) You know, when I retired, (laughs) you know, I didn't do it. I stopped training. I stopped working out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and a year later after I retired, I found out that I was a diabetic, but I quickly got back and doing some things I used to do, and that's working out and, mm-hmm. and started eating better and and got on medication. And, and that's why I'm doing this, because, you know, to, to educate people, there are healthy options. You know, we yeah. have a website that we send people to, diabetesdreamteam.com, mm-hmm. to give those people those healthy options and, more importantly, help them build their own dream team. And what is that dream team? your supporting cast around you, people who care about you, that holds you accountable for your own health. Yeah. And so uh, with me, you know, trying different medications, and everybody goes through that. And oh, So absolutely. I had to find something that worked for me to get me to, get me to my goal. 
And so, and, you know, I, I was taking pills for a long time. And, and then I started to you know, make some changes. And when that didn't work, you know, I went to other uh, measures. And as far as medication now, it's working great for me. Well, and let me say, because I, I literally watched a commercial that I, that shows a, um, you know, I take. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> well, and I'm just curious because it says it's a non-insulin. I mean, I am insulin dependent and I take two different kinds. Um, and so I've been giving shots mm-hmm. since I was eight. So when you switched from the pill to the pen, did it freak you out to have to give yourself a shot? No, no, not at all. Um, I mean, everybody have a needle phobia, I mean, <laughs> right. but I like, you know, I like feeling good. So yeah. whatever I had to do to, to make myself feel better, I was willing to do. Okay. Well, let me ask you, cause my friends growing up, everybody was like, can I give you a shot? And I'm like, absolutely not. Um, so have you no. let any, any of your kids or your wife give you a shot? <laughs> no, no, sir. <laughs> um, no, because I feel comfortable doing it myself. I don't need anybody else to do it for me. I hear you on that. My God. So they might stick me the wrong way. And, uh, <laughs> right. Well, where I'm, do you... I'm not, I'm not that tough. What, uh, what's your favorite um, area to give your shots? I mean, do you have a certain... Uh, either, side, either side of the navel. Okay, God. You know, it's a guy thing. Guys give their shot, self shots in the stomach. I, I've only given maybe 10 shots in my mm-hmm. whole life in my stomach. I just... It kind of freaks me out. But I'm glad you're doing it. Um, and so... Uh, I want to talk a little bit about, because I know you're from the South, technically. I know you were born mm-hmm. in Paris, which is amazing. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk about lifestyle and you're changing your diet, when you were growing up, what was the one of the normal foods or staples in your house? Well, you know, we have eight brothers and sisters, you know. <laughs> at times, it was hard as far as getting things to eat, so... It got so tough, some, you know, a couple of times where, you know, you throw a biscuit in there and the dog will howl if it gets, you know, it was tough. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, it, was, it was tough, but again, you ate what was available. Right. And so, I, um, with your recent commitment to raising awareness of diabetes in the urban community, with an emphasis mm-hmm. on child's nutrition, what would you encourage mm-hmm. the younger folks to eat, especially in, in the South? Well, you know what? I, I, I would encourage people to get away from so much fried food. You still can mm-hmm. have, you still can have your portions, but sure. not all the time. Eat more vegetables. Drink more water. I drink a gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. And really, basically, you just feel better when you drink a lot of water. Because most people think, "Oh, a gallon of water—that's too much. I can't drink a gallon of water." <laughs> but it's really not that much water if you average it out over the course of a day. Mm-hmm. Not that much. And so it's that you know, uh, combined with exercise. Get out of the house. Stop taking a, a, some pill or taking some juice to make you lose weight and don't work. Know, you got to get off right. the couch. Right. Well, um, so w- when you are, how many children do you have? I have uh, five girls, two sons. Um, yeah, no, I was working. <laughs> <laughs> so when you have dinner with your family, do you, um, do you cook very often? I cook every day. What's your favorite meal every right now? Day. I cook out not a lot. I have these big green eggs. I'm sure you've seen those. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful uh, cooking apparatus. I mean, it's the best. It's the best out. You know, because it's just healthy. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I grill everything from vegetables to fish to turkey, chicken, steak, you- whatever. But but it's just healthier. 
Well, have you, have you, um, tried any recipes with spaghetti squash? Yes, absolutely. I love spaghetti squash. Uh, my wife cooks with spaghetti squash all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and cauliflower. Yeah, I've been so. substituting cauliflower for potatoes recently, and man, yeah, you can make cauliflower. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you're talking broccoli, mm-hmm. and which is, I love broccoli. So I mean, I mean, most vegetables I love. I mean, I, I've always loved vegetables. As as a player, we ate everything else, you know, <laughs> yeah, because right. we ate on the go. So as you know, life slowed down. You found you can't eat some of that stuff anymore. Oh, absolutely. Well, okay, let me, I'm going to switch to, I love red wine more than a lot of things in life. And so, word on the street, you've got a private label. Is that correct? You say, you say that again? I said, word on the street, you have a, a your own wine, your own wine. I used to have them. I used to have my own wine. I, not anymore. What? Um, not anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm collecting other things, you know. Um, you know, I like, you know, I, I like fine drinks. You know, I like good fine drinks, but I don't drink much. You know, only right. occasional. I'm kind of a casual guy, you know, a special mm-hmm. guy or something. And so red wine is is one of my favorites. That's no question. Oh, which, okay, what, what varietal? I think that's how you say it. What would you? Russian what? River Valley. Noted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to, yeah, okay. Well, I have to throw this out at you too. Um, so there's a group of women who started a calendar called T1D Exposed, mm-hmm. and it's a tastefully nude calendar all about shedding a the tastefully shame. Tastefully nude calendar. Nude, nude, nude calendar. That's all about oh, shedding the okay. shame. <laughs> and it's shedding the shame. Shedding the shame of living with diabetes. Mm-hmm. It's T1D oh, shedding, Exposed. Say that again. Shedding. Shedding Sh- the shame, living with diabetes. Shedding the shame, uh huh. But it's the actual website is T1D Exposed, and it's T1D one word. T1D Exposed. Mm-hmm. Write that down. T1D Exposed. Hmm. And so I have to tell you this because I'm going to bring you in at some level. Um, with the founders of that uh, calendar, we interviewed them on a podcast, and at the time, the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is where I live and is a badass basketball team, happened to be playing Golden State. And so mm-hmm. we made a, they, they pitched a bet to us that if Golden State won the series, we had to pose for the calendar. And sure enough, mm-hmm. uh, we lost. So Ryan and I will uh, be I saw, you, I saw you Baca on there. Is that the same one? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know the magazine. I, I've seen Blake Griffin and all these people no, well, for this thing. No, this is different. T1D Exposed ladies are out of California. Oh, but okay. so here so what I'm saying to you is that I think part of the campaign for the type 2 community is a lot of people don't talk about having the disease because there's a stereotype. Um, and so I feel like there's another layer there of shedding the shame about having the disease and I applaud you for taking time to talk about it and taking action and changing mm-hmm. your lifestyle. So Mm-hmm. If they put out a calendar for type two people, would you be interested in posing? And doing and posing nude? That's new. Well, you and your team need to look up the calendar before you say that because it's not what you think. I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho. 
that's for, that, that's for young folks. <laughs> old guys like me. Yeah, I've got to get a trainer immediately because I, yeah, um, yeah. Um, okay, so that's out. Well, let me think if there's anything else I want to touch on. Okay, so I talked to some of my guy friends about the opportunity to interview you. Um, all of it played basketball. I was not a basketball person. I was a cheerleader, a palm. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my question, they want to know why you have to be so, why you were so aggressive in your dunks. Um, they were like, it's like he's going to rip the rim off. I think that's what it's called. So was that, I mean, obviously you purposely it was, did it, but. It was just, it was just an intimidation okay. move. It was for intimidation to back people up. Mm-hmm. And I played angry. You know, I don't. I can't tell you why. That was that competitive nature that I had, and that I played at one speed, and that was all out. Yeah. So, do you? You obviously are still very involved in the basketball community. Um, yes. Any other sports you're interested in? Um, I used to do track and field. Hold my high school record in the quarter mile. Love football and baseball. Who's your favorite football team? College. College, University of Georgia, baby. <laughs> okay, professional. Um, I like a couple of teams. Professionally, uh, I like the, the Falcons and the Baltimore Ravens because I'm from Baltimore. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else you want to tell our listeners about? Living with type C. Oh, you know, what other tools do you said? Do you, do you meditate or do you have any other things besides diet and exercise? And I meditate when I smoke a cigar. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but, no, not really. No, I'm just a pretty easy going guy. I mean, I, you know, when I, I, I kind of relax and just kind of enjoy the family. Well, that's nice. Well, um, I'm a little disappointed and, that I couldn't sweet talk you into a, a nude photo, but uh, I appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> I appreciate you taking. Oh, and <laughs> let me say this: you need to come to Oklahoma City, um, and next time, maybe if you're going around with one of the basketball teams, I don't know how that works, but um, we'd love to interview you face to face. Okay. So and next time we play Oklahoma City, yeah, the Hawks, yeah, we'll do it. And what do you think about the Thunder? They're very good. Good team. <laughs> they are a good team. They're going to they have a problem getting out of the West, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Gosh. And I guess we're playing the Spurs right now. Love yeah. the Spurs. And you played for the Spurs. Spurs is a team that is, you know, high as like looks to come out of the West. Yeah. Well, um... All right. Well, listen, I hope you have a wonderful time in New York, and thank you again for taking time to speak with me. No problem, love. You take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sugar, it ain't a 
pager It's a pumper when I'm Jones and it comes in handy Tell me sugar mama what's your A1C Are you into endocrinology? The pricker is a pricker and the pumper is pumping Beats like Wilford Brimley keeps coming in Officer, I ain't been drinking My blood sugar is low Bolo some insulin just to get it